Hi, I'm Liz Winstead. I'm Mojiella Wodeal. And we're the hosts of Feminist Buzzkills, the only weekly podcast that helps you navigate the post-row hellscape. We dissect all the news from that sketchy intersection of abortion and misogyny with our guests, the abortion providers and activists working on the ground. Plus, we have amazing comedians to help us laugh through the rage. Feminist Buzzkills drops Fridays wherever you get your pod fix. Listen and subscribe, because when BS is popping, we pop off. M-S-W Media. Hi, I'm Frances Callier. And I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela, and welcome to... I am really proud. I am really honored. He's a jackass. Stop it. Get off it, Donald. Hey, what happened? Stupid is, stupid does, sir. You blow it! You idiot! Idiot of the week! Week, 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 week! I want to thank you for joining us here on the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network and MSW Media. Because you're amazing. You are amazing. And you know amazing entertainment when you hear it. Also, speaking of being amazing, thank you so much for supporting this Black woman-owned podcast, either by sharing us with your friends, letting somebody, turning somebody else on to something we've, we've talked about. That's support. And by being a Patreon supporter. Oh, my goodness, to our OGs, our new Gs, we cannot thank you enough. It is amazing. You are the most wonderful people in the world. You make everything we do possible. And we are not kidding. And look, you know, for just, what is it? $5? Yeah. $5 a month. You get a bunch of gratitude, birthday messages, monthly messages and stuff for different levels. And also micro idiots. Three micro idiots a week. That's what I'm saying. And there's over 600. Give yourself that, that gift. Do it. Do it, do it, do it. And and thank you all for ordering, recently ordering cameos. Oh, my goodness. Thank you for allowing us to be part of your anniversaries. Happy birthdays. Telling your child to go to bed. All of it. Keeping that Frangela in your pocket for a pick-me-up. Just go to cameo.com. Put in Frangela. And guess what, Angela? What? You can now. Go to sexyliberal.com and get a pay-per-view ticket of one of the roof-shakingest shows ever, the Sexy Liberal Indictment Tour. Oh, my goodness. Let's just say you can't be in Los Angeles Saturday. This Well, this is the thing, or you weren't in Los Angeles because this is going to air after the show. So right. what you can still do is you can still see this show. You just go get the pay-per-view. That's right. That's right. That's right. Go to sexyliberal.com, put in uh put in the show and 20 bucks, bam. It can you can watch it at your leisure or leisure. Both. Whichever one you have. If you both. got leisure or leisure. Both, okay? Your leisure and your leisure. It's yours. It's yours. Uh and 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 you can always find us on the third hour of every Friday of the Stephanie Miller show for Fridays with Frangela, because you know what? It's the blackest hour in radio. It is. It is. It is. All year, not just February. Be there. Don't miss it. <laughs> and then from the VP of everything, Kamala. That's right. She's our VP. <laughs> our VP. She's our VP. Our VP of everything, Kamala H. Uh, this story. Melatonin gummies resignation. Okay. I didn't realize it's they were melatonin. So you see oh, it. You see it. It's an even better. It. It makes it, it makes even, it better. even better. <laughs> 
Gummy's resignation. Pine Forest Elementary School teacher in Texas resigns after giving gummies to students. Oh my God. Okay, first of all, yes, it's wrong. It's awful. You don't have the right to drug a child. But can we just say we understand? She a kindergarten. Kindergarten. You know what y'all mean? Y'all need some sleep. Everybody come up and get your melatonin gummy. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Caitlin, Caitlin. Caitlin, Caitlin, come here. Come here, Caitlin. No, Caitlin, stop running. Stop running, Caitlin. Caitlin, Caitlin, come here. Caitlin, Caitlin, what, what's your circadian rhythm like? <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That don't sound right here. Eat you this, chew this. This, this is a supplement. <laughs> this is yummy. Uh-oh. <laughs> this is a supplement. She was drugging the kindergartners. She was, no, she was supplementing their education, Angela. <laughs> Oh, 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 she was giving them educational sleep supplements. How do you? And then she was whispering education to them as they slept, as they slept. And it's like, they're trying to clean it up by saying she gave it to a few of her students, not all of them, before you just go judging. She gave it to all of them, just the ones who needed a little more sleep. <laughs> oh, let me tell you, let me tell you, okay. This is the reason why we have people go through <laughs> years and years of education to become a teacher. We used to. We used to. This is why we had people go through, you know, you had to do X amount of service hours in a classroom with somebody who had done this. And not melatonin. Not melatonin. <laughs> not melatonin. Let me that tell is... you something. Boo boo. Ask for uh, ask for a room, mama, or two. Okay, <laughs> you need some help. This is what I'm gonna tell you. Okay, first of all, Your mm -hmm. Honor. Okay, let's talk about the undue stress that's put on women. Okay, can we start there? <laughs> we don't even know the teacher's woman. Okay. okay. We don't even know that. Okay. okay. We don't okay. even know that, Francis. Right. I gotta tell you, if you if this teacher were to come to the Shelton Nugent Institute for, of Legal Services and get some legal adjacent services, what I my opening argument, tell me how this hits you, Francis. I'd say, Your Honor, I believe what we have here is the first case of the government going after a holistic teacher. Mm -hmm. There are people who teach one part of the pie. Right. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. They say, I'm here to teach you reading, writing, arithmetic and nothing else. And I don't care. I don't care what's going on in your life. I don't care if you have the mm -hmm. right vitamins. I don't care if you have the right supplements. I don't care if you've eaten or if you have enough rest. This teacher cared. This teacher wow. said, wow. you know what? Um, Those three children who I can't peel off the ceiling are tired. <laughs> This is this this is an injustice, Your Honor. I want them to get their full education, and they can't get that without rest. Okay, without rest. Can I tell you something? I'm gonna tell y'all a story. When I I was a child, I never <laughs> went to sleep. Okay, and um, no, no, no. I'm not kidding. They took me to the doctor like several times because I wouldn't sleep. They're like, she won't, she won't sleep. She won't sleep. 
she won't sleep. My mother, my mother literally would tell stories about how she had circles under her eyes because I would never go to sleep. I was always awake. What's up? What y'all doing? What we doing? And so that that trend did not stop when I went to preschool, right? My mother was so excited about me getting into preschool because she figured that would make me go to sleep. <laughs> They would tire me out with songs and shit and tell me with learning. That didn't happen. I was so disruptive to the other children. <laughs> this place, I went to I went to Our Lady of Perpetual Help for preschool. And my mother came to pick me up one day. And she said, all the other children, there were like 40, 50 kids sleeping in cots, right? <laughs> She said, I look over, my child walking over in the corner, playing with her shoes, talking about doodly do 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 they said they were like, we have had her in the teacher's break room drinking coffee, playing cards with us, ma'am. And then I, somebody came in and saw that and we got into trouble. So we have to keep her away from the children because she will keep the other children awake. And they can sleep. They are normal. And they can sleep. I could, I could not go down. Let me tell you something. I recently had to be sedated for an unpleasant procedure they make you go go have when you're over a certain age. <laughs> I woke up three times <laughs> in 20 minutes. That's crazy. They, and so so much so that That's when the, the last time I woke up, the, they were like, are you awake again? And they said, the nurse said to me, look, make sure the next time you get put on, you tell them you need deep, deep sedation. <laughs> tell them you need deep. <laughs> Deep, 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 deep. I never had nobody. I was more awake than when I went. I was like, hello, what's up? They were like, propofol or however you say it really agrees with, you know, agree. Yes. I was like, I feel great. Awake. <laughs> so I understand. But this is the thing. So people were asking, you know, why did this teacher resign? Like, how is it that they weren't fired? And <laughs> they said, it's the fastest, most efficient process to separate employment. Basically, they're like, if we had to go through the channels of firing this person, it would take too long. Okay, we needed to get her out of the buildings before the melatonin was out their bodies. We needed them. We needed her <laughs> out, out now. So we were like, bitch, resign. Do it now. Okay, also, can I just say, how'd she get caught? Who told? Who told? Who told? Who is the snitch? This woman is a hero. Turn her loose. It's a fucking snitch up in here in kindergarten. <laughs> she a hero? Turn her loose. Yeah, well, you know what? Also, did anybody say thank you for teaching her not to accept drugs from people? Like these children, now they know. Totally. Don't just eat something somebody gives you, <laughs> okay? Totally. She teaching on levels, your honor. Levels. Levels. She playing chess, okay? Levels. She's teaching abstract, <laughs> abstract math. Y'all talking about addition. You know, I'm just saying she's 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 teaching so many things. Totally, totally. Thank you, Angela. Angela, 
you're so right. This is the thing that you understand, okay? That mm-hmm. learning isn't a straight line. That's right. Okay? Learning happens in pockets, in places that you may not even know. You know, we don't, while well, you're drugged. Exactly. Until these children get older, we don't know the benefits <laughs> that were bloom in which this teacher exposed these children to. Okay. Even if the only benefit is that later when somebody tries to hand them something, they refuse to take it. That's a huge victory. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. And rather than thanking this hero, what do we do? Malign her, force her out, deprive the children of their supplement. Okay. Your Honor, we rest. (laughs) I'm just saying... Don't worry, the students, they fine. It's just a little melatonin. Also, can I just say this? The melatonin is bullshit, okay? Because all it- I don't like it. Oh, I don't like it either. All it does is makes me feel woozy. It never made me go to sleep. I just never just felt drugged. Well, maybe you needed to be like a toddler. <laughs> maybe you aren't that much That's taller. True. Fuck you, okay? Oh, I'm just saying it should have worked. Maybe it's a dosage. All right. No, it should have worked. It should have worked. Never worked. Never worked. Next up. Who's next? This is from Bridget J. We love you, Bridget. Thank you. This is, this tickles me. And it's worth going to see the graphic, going to see the image for this. Florida man puts up signs saying he does not live, he's not live here so he wouldn't be arrested. A sheriff's office in you-know-where, Florida, <laughs> says a man who was wanted on charges including aggravated battery attempted to dodge his arrest by putting up a sign that read, he, quote, does not live here, and not with all capital letters, to be clear. He does not <laughs> live here before hiding in a chest of drawers. He literally took a piece of whiteboard and wrote, he doesn't live here. First of all, can we just say this is better evasion than most okay i mean he wrote johnny yates does not in all caps live here (laughs) but this was the problem with johnny's plan there was a there was a loose end what was it well somebody saw him and uh when they were pressed about his whereabouts and by pressed i think they meant is johnny where's johnny that's pressing somebody went where's johnny they went oh snap he's in the side (laughs) Uh, so he got ran out because the sign clearly had thrown them off. Mm-hmm. They were, they were well, that sign says he doesn't live here. So not live here. Well, we should stop. And let me tell you something for a good amount of people, that might work. With police, though, can you imagine that that sign may have turned some other people a what way? You come up to the sign looking for Johnny Yates. You see a sign that says Johnny Yates does not live here. You turn around. Yeah, it just, it seems like, go with me on this. Maybe the better way to evade arrest is to not actually be at your address. <laughs> I'm just, I mean. That's asking too much, Angela. He lives but, but there. I think that when you live at the place, that that isn't maybe enough. And then you hide inside a chest of drawers. And they even, I think this article is very kind. They say a modified chest of drawers. What that means is the drawers were out. Modified means he took the drawers out and <laughs> crawled in it. That's what they mean. 
you know what's creepy about this to me that he climbed into he was hiding in a chest of drawers i believe and i'm gonna i'll look it up later i believe that's how uh they found manson oh really charles manson he was hiding in a chest of drawers too yeah well, I, he doesn't seem to have any followers johnny johnny doesn't seem to have the same kind of <laughs> charisma <laughs> if you will that uh manson had i just i have to say i was torn as you as you said francis because at least there was an attempt at evading now this does bring us back yeah. to the mindful thief and the getaway yes and how in <laughs> the, getaway. the getaway you do while i approve of the idea of evasion there actually has to be an evasion mm -hmm. Mm. I think the giving lip service to evasion. Well, we we had the Eve. I don't know if we had if we had the evasion, we had the, uh, but not the evasion. <laughs> we had the, uh, we have to put this with the activities <laughs> together and actually evade as a verb. You know, mm. put action behind it. I I like. Oh, hallelujah! I'm gonna stop you right there. Did you say the word action? I said action. Let's let's. That's a very powerful moment. Let's just. I'll soak that in. I want to sit in it. I want to sit in it. I want. <laughs> you want to sit in. You want to sit in in the sit in the realization of what action is. I, I I do. Let me tell you what action is not. What is it? Action is not graphics. Okay, <laughs> graphics are wonderful. Okay, they are wonderful. They they round out a presentation. Do you know what I'm saying? You know what? You know what, Angela? I'm gonna stop you right there. You know. When we were doing our pilot for Francis and Angela, this really wonderful line producer, Franco Barrio. He's wonderful. Wonderful. We needed to cut some budget out of our very healthy budget. This is a really good lesson, this whole thing. And he said, you know, you can spend, a lot of people spend time, you know, arguing about these little lines you know the, what the line with the, item with the, yeah. the, uh, in the budget line items what the couch is gonna look like or this than the other he's like you don't need to do all of that you know what i mean because it's not going to address the problem it's not going to do it's not going to fix it Th that whole discussion was such an amazing lesson to me because basically he said we had a budget took it to the network and he said it's going to cost three million dollars to do this pilot the network said, we're not going to pay $3 million. That's too much. You need to cut that down to one. And Franco, so we, we have this meeting and he didn't bring the budget with him. And the other producers were upset because mm -hmm. they were like, why didn't you bring the budget with us so we can go through it? And he just had this little amused smile, on his, you know, very pleasant professional smile on his face. And he was like, mm -hmm, because it doesn't matter. And they were like, well, how can it not matter? We could, like, what about lunches? Could we cut lunches? He's like, we could cut every lunch. It's not going to do that. He went, and he said, mm -hmm. there is no way to make this pilot for $1 million. There's no way to even do it. Mm -hmm. And so they kept arguing, they were getting madder and madder. I remember I looked at him, Francis, that's why I love that you brought up the story. And I said, okay, they know we can't do it for a million dollars, right? Francis and I are the only people listening to him really. And he goes, no, they mm -hmm. know that. I go, so what is it they're really asking for? He's like, they're asking for you to do something meaningful. So it feels like you're taking their note. I was like, what would the meaningful thing be? Yeah. And he was like, only record on set film on set don't have to leave the set and we went and i looked at that we looked at them and we're going to stay yeah. on set we'll stay on set he was like okay then that they'll approve yeah. it and it didn't affect the numbers that much it got us nowhere near no. what they said but they needed to see a meaningful action yes yes from us 
And that is, and that's the thing we're talking about. Okay, let's let's talk about meaningful actions, Johnny Yates. I get that you thought it would be best if they didn't come looking in here. For my hiding, the level of hiding I'm at says I can't crush my matter into another realm. I have to physically be in this location or I'm choosing to physically be in this location. It'd be better for me if they didn't come up in here at all. Right. Look, look, Johnny, if you're lazy about your getaway, or just really unimaginative. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to call that, I'm going to call that. You think it's just straight up lazy? If you, That's just lazy. That's lazy. Just putting the sign up in like, I'm not here. Don't even come up in here. It's not that good of a sign like it's kind of sloppy it's not like i mean put some care into your into your signage i don't know johnny i don't know johnny johnny you're an idiot <laughs> well i do know that hiding is not johnny's strong suit johnny we gotta find your <laughs> we gotta find your lane we do we'll we be do. right back all right we'll be right back It's no surprise that newsmakers try to manipulate the audience. They want you to believe that they are the one holding the line and they'll use any trick they can to get you there. But don't let them fool you. Get unspun. I'm Amanda Sturgill. I've been a reporter and today I teach future reporters to cut the spin and think critically about what newsmakers say. My podcast, Unspun, shows you how to know when you're being manipulated by the news. Learn to spot the tricks and how to make up your own mind about what's true. So if you're tired of being fooled by the news, subscribe to Unspun today. Unspun, because you deserve the truth. Welcome back. Up next, Lisa C., Florida woman borrowed alligator from previous job for Hotel birthday photo shoot kept it in bathtub. Okay. 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 It's okay. too frustrating. Okay. I'm going to read the story that I've got comments. All right. A woman allegedly borrowed, quote unquote, an alligator from her previous job for a birthday photo shoot and kept it inside of a hotel bathtub, according to Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission. An FWC officer was dispatched to the Grove Resort and Water Park in Winter Garden, okay? Requested after an Orange County Sheriff's Office requested assistance in dealing with a juvenile alligator that a woman identified as Madison Stefan or Stefan. Yeah, please get that right. <laughs> yes, Stefan was keeping inside the hotel bathroom, according to the incident report. Stefan told officials that she used to work at Croc Encounters in Tampa. Look, look, Madison used to work at Croc in Encounters to. in Tampa. Used to. Very important. I strongly suspect I don't know why it's a used to. She said she borrowed. She didn't steal. She didn't steal it. She borrowed the alligator without permission, <laughs> which maybe you may consider stealing, but I, she doesn't, okay? To bring to the hotel just to take a few pictures with it for her birthday. What do you do for your birthday? Okay, that is all she borrowed it 
That's her right as an American. That's her right as an American, a birthday crocodile picture. I don't know why you're denying, denying Madison that American God-given right. She used to work there, y'all. I don't understand why y'all got a problem. She went to the wildlife facility before it opened and used keys that she still had. Now, I find this word to be a little telling, to nab the alligator, okay? Yeah, nab, that's an editorial That is editorial, isn't it? She said borrow. She did say borrow. Then she drove the gator back to the hotel and put it in the bathtub. Stefan's friends told officials that Stefan had a surprise for her upon driving to Croc Encounters and snatching the alligator. The FWC officials said the gator was cold to the touch from being inside the cold water in the bathtub. Okay, first of all, just because you were at Croc Encounters and you got keys does not mean, Madison, Maddie, that you know how to take care of the alligators. There are a lot of problems. I and I'm gonna I'm gonna go on the side of sanity for just a moment. I'm going to get leave it. Don't worry. Okay. But I'm starting in sanity, and I'm gonna go. Number one, can we talk about the issue of employees and keys? <laughs> to me, this is the same thing as people in government and classified documents. There is a laziness and a lack of care that has gone into both of these areas Mm -hmm. of employment, right? We have clearly not kept very good track of either because I, I moved a couple years ago and, and I think this has probably happened to other people. You've probably all had this experience, write us at frangela08 at gmail.com either way. I was moving and in my packing, I found so many keys (laughs) that I had no idea what they went to. Yeah. I had no idea what they were for. Now, if you're Crocodile Encounters, I feel like those keys should hold more gravitas than even like the key I had to my desk job office. You know what I'm saying? Can I I, I stop you there? All right. Mm -hmm. About any place, any place and every place will give a key to what they will consider a responsible person. And a responsible person is the person who will show up when the alarm is going off. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And it doesn't matter because let me tell you what she is not, what Madison is not, a responsible person. This is why they fired her. Right. She she doesn't work there anymore. Right. But you got to remember who you gave a key to. And you got to get those keys back or change the locks. But that's too expensive. That's too expensive. Then you don't, then you need to get combo lock. You know, you, we have to start thinking about these things because this needs to stop happening. Yeah. Number one. Now, my second thing is, is this crocodile trafficking? Because I'm a little disturbed by the use of the motel. Okay. I'm a little disturbed by, was she going to take boudoir photos with this alligator? Was she violating this, this crocodile in ways that I don't even want to get into on a family show? Okay. Well, let's go this way. Whatever it was, it wasn't sanctioned. Okay. Thank you. It wasn't Thank sanctioned. You. But also, also, but you know, there are there are ways. This is my issue. Okay. There were ways legally that she could have had this experience. I believe that she could have gone to croc somebody that she used to work with at croc encounters and been like, hey, can you hook a bitch up? Why did you need to take the crocodile away for the photo? That's why I'm wondering what kind of devilry she was planning. Because you could just go there and take the photo. Right. But but you took the crocodile out. Why? Because it was something that was really wrong. 
Well, no, it was clear that she wanted to be in her party dress with a with a crocodile, which I don't understand. I don't Why get it do either. You need the crocodile. I don't. This is what I'm saying about the bad reportage. I need to know what the vision was. What was the plan? What was Madison trying to achieve? Because if it made some kind of sense, okay. Maybe, maybe it was a make-a-wish gift. Maybe it was something we could all be like, oh, that's wonderful. You know, I don't think so, but it's possible. But my thing is, number one, we did this issue on another idiot recently where there was a guy who hurt himself. He had keys to a gym and he got right. hurt. He died because um, a weight fell on him uh, and crushed him. And he, he was alone in the gym because he was there after hours and the gym was responsible. I can't see what's the way about this. Why does Madison still have keys? <laughs> why why aren't y'all like y'all are protecting these these crocodiles no 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 you know who is really hurt in this is the crocodile it's okay. the crocodile that's who i don't want to forget all right next up this is from lisa c or alligator what the are those the same thing i don't know they're know. not the same thing they're different okay um but they're similar but different uh lisa c like all of us like all like like all of us angela <laughs> Lisa Sieg sent us Oklahoma judge Tracy Soderstrom busted sending inappropriate texts during murder trial. And let me tell you what a clean, sanitized headline that is for what this bitch did. Okay. Oh, man. And Oklahoma. Oklahoma. I mean, you could have told me. Okay. So this was an awful trial, a, a death of a child it was about. Apparently, she was doing a number of things during this trial. So Lincoln County District Judge Tracy Soderstone swapped more than 500 texts with her bailiff during the seven-day murder trial. In those messages, the judge speculated that a key prosecution witness might be a liar, praised the defense's performance in the courtroom, asked the bailiff in one text if she could clap during opening arguments. She drooled over a pretty police officer. She laughed about the prosecutor's, quote, baby hands. <laughs> Which is for you, Francis. You know, that was a bit. We had a bit called Baby Hands. Now, let me tell you, let me stop. Let me, can I stop at Baby Hands? Yes, baby Hands is when you come across somebody like Donald Trump with baby hands on their body, that is not okay. You, you freak out, okay? You just fucking freak out. Are you, this is your defense of this? This is like my defense of the baby hands. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay, keep going, keep going. So they're they're trying this tit. I want you to understand people are going, um, and so they're questioning witnesses. They're presenting evidence about this death, this murder, right? And, and she's literally throughout the entire thing. She's 50 years old, everybody. I need you to know that. She's 50 years old. This is her first murder trial. And I believe it will be her last, but her first, okay? And so she's on her phone for minutes at a time during jury selection, opening statements, and testimony. She was caught scrolling, checking Facebook, typing on a courtroom security video. She had a fit, there was a 51 minute cut of this footage showing her holding the phone below bench level in her lap. All right. At one point in the video, you can she can be heard asking the jury to turn off their phones to, quote, allow you to concentrate on the evidence without interruption as she was on her Facebook. So apparently the petition revealed that the contents of some of her messages exchanged with her female bailiff were things like um, she said that the county district attorney, Adam Panter, was, quote, sweating through his coat. And she asked, why does he have baby hands? They are so weird looking. This is the judge. This is right? the judge. Well, okay, first of all, 
you know what, Your Honor? I blame technology. <laughs> you blame technology. And the lure of it. And, and what I do believe, and then we need, uh, I know this sounds crazy, this is going to sound crazy, but we do need a social cleansing. We need a social cleansing of behavior. Mm. And okay, so do you think it was technology that made uh, the bailiff, uh, I guess, in one of these texts, made a crass and demeaning reference to the genitals of the two male prosecutors? Um, and the judge replied with a ha ha and laughing face emoji. But see, we wouldn't be able to have this exchange. That idea, no matter what a, that you would have, that person would have thought about a person's genitals, if they didn't have that item in their hands, the phone, they wouldn't. The phone, that's right. Well, in point of fact, they're not supposed to have it in their hands while they're working. That's right. And we've got to, and, and that is part of the problem because your phone has become ubiquitous with your presence, with your presence. Okay, but lots of other judges and bailiffs managed to get through hearings without having this problem. And I believe that there are some people who are fucking addicted to this. To this behavior. And, and I'm not saying it's right at all. Oh, I, I, I'm just saying that she literally asked in a text, the judge asked this, can I please scream liar, liar? And then she she went on to, to snark. The prosecutors just couldn't accept that a mom could kill her kids. So they went after the next person available. She wanted to just convict them before it even started. She called one defense attorney awesome. She called one officer pretty, said I could look at him all day. In another bizarre message to the bailiff, she speculated as to whether a juror was wearing a wig. Look at that hairline. And the bailiff later wrote back, O-M-G-L-O-L. -L. Yep. This person was being found guilty of a second degree manslaughter charge. This wasn't a parking infraction. This wasn't no. a, uh, you know, a hearing about some business, you know, a bad check or something. This was a very serious trial. And she's like, sending emojis yep and this is for me i'm sitting here going how many judges are sitting there doing that well this one for sure we know one <laughs> i count one we don't have to implicate anybody else we got homegirl okay we know we know she did and this is i don't even understand i have to say francis that in i will say along the lines of what you're saying in the legalish argument, it is possible that there is, first of all, no orientation right. for being a judge. It is also possible that they don't spend time on the, you can't be on your phone, that it's something that maybe they shouldn't just assume people understand. Yeah. But I want to submit mm. that when it is Judge Tracy, it is your first <laughs> murder trial. Number one. Number one. You just got the judge. Mm -hmm. Isn't it supposed to be like your best week of work? You know what I mean? Like, one would posit that one would. You're already bored? That's right. You just started. One would posit that you would bring all your awareness and focus. But Angela, that's an assumption on our parts, okay? Is it an assumption or is it a demand of all employment? I don't know. I don't know. Because again- I think we can, I think we can say- Because 500 texts- that's a lot. That's a lot. Over seven That's days. Lot. That's, a, That's lot a lot of I'm not focusing. We don't focus. This this behavior that it wasn't.
wasn't this particular trial that made her text 500 times. This was regular behavior that had been going on. So this is my problem for every- See, this is, that's, That is a very good point. That, that's my issue. How did she get this job? How did she get to be a point? What was, because it's hard to believe that Tracy knows how to act. <laughs> okay. Right. It's hard for me to believe this was the first incident of Tracy acting crazy because it's really crazy. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, so we know that. So you could look at, every one of her trials and look at how many texts she was sending back and forth and if she was paying attention x y and z well she been suspended without pay that makes sense <laughs> so but what i do find interesting is how many times do you see cops that get suspended with pay after somebody's dead that's right like there's there's some some problems here but i um i have to say that I'm uncomfortable <laughs> with with this behavior. I'm very uncomfortable with it. And, and to the point where I don't think the Shelton Yugen Institute of Legalist Services could take this client on in good conscience. Wow. So you're saying you have a belief system that predicates that the judge should be paying attention. <laughs> if we're calling that a belief system and not a legit standard uh, operating practice. Let's, you know, come see, come saw. Come see, come saw, tomato, tomato. Okay. Okay. Yeah, by belief structure. Yes, it's belief structure. Is that a judge, especially, and I mean this, especially in a murder or manslaughter trial where there's literally a death being adjudicated that yes, I do require attention, mm. complete. Well, you Focus. know what? You know what? You know what? Note it. That's on me? Note it. <laughs> Note it. Note, Note it. it. Thank you. Write it down. Note Put it in the file. Note Thank it. you. Boundary for Shelton. That's a boundary <laughs> for me. You're absolutely right. That is a let me that is one of my boundaries. Can you review these, please? Yes, I can. Thank you. We have first up the kindergarten teacher who gave her students melatonin gum Ooh, gummies. Oh, that's a good idea. Then we have the Florida man who put up a sign saying he didn't live where he was at, so he wouldn't get arrested. That's a really good idiot. Then we have the woman who who borrowed an alligator for her birthday photo shoot, and somebody had the audacity to be upset about it. Madison was just being Madison. Just doing what she got to do. And then we have Judge Tracy texting her, her girlfriend all throughout the murder, the manslaughter trial. Okay, the biggest idiot for me Mm-hmm. It's hard. I have to say, <laughs> it's the melatonin. I know, right? Teacher. I kind of don't want to say them, but I, this is the thing. Yeah. You can't count, kindergartens are really well-known tattletales. I mean, they tell everything. You, this is not knowing. This is not a population you can trust. Your audience, okay? Okay, they were going to tell. <laughs> they were. That look. That's just a room full of snitches. You know what I mean? That's all they are. It's a room full. How many times, if you read Doctor Spock, his book on, on children, really the whole thesis of the book is that children are snitches. That's right. That's right. You gotta treat them like snitches. Anthony, there was a time of this country. There was a time. There was a time in this country 
Well, I remember being young. You'd be carted down the hall, shot full of something, sat back down in the chair. You didn't get to ask any questions, okay? That's that's right. Not what did I take? What did you give me? What none of your business? What none of your business? It was just time. Take this. You took it. You took it. You took it. And you were happy and grateful. That's right. That's what you did. I don't know what, there was time in country with children. Children knew, look. <laughs> you gonna, you gonna get what you get. You gonna get what you get. And don't get upset. No, oh, please. Now, you know how many children would kill for a melatonin gummy? <laughs> All over Africa. I'm Frances Callier. I'm Angela B. Johnson. We are Frangela. Thank you so much for listening to Idiot of the Week. Week, 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 week. <laughs>no surprise that newsmakers try to manipulate the audience. They want you to believe that they are the one holding the line and they'll use any trick they can to get you there. But don't let them fool you. Get unspun. I'm Amanda Sturgill. I've been a reporter and today I teach future reporters to cut the spin and think critically about what newsmakers say. My podcast, Unspun, shows you how to know when you're being manipulated by the news. Learn to spot the tricks and how to make up your own mind about what's true. So if you're tired of being fooled by the news, subscribe to Unspun today. Unspun, because you deserve the truth.